Well, hi, this is Cassie, your host. Now I'm going to bring some of my friends on and we are going to discuss all things nerdy. I'm talking our favorite TV shows, movies, video games, you name it. This is Dearly Beloved. Hello and welcome. I'm Cassie, your host, and on this very first episode, we are gathered here today to discuss Baby Groot and Baby Yoda. Now, before we jump into the interview with my dear friend, Patty, I wanted to give you guys a few little awesome tidbits about these two cute babies. Where did they come from? What are their powers? So let's start with the character that we know most about, which is Groot. If we take a look back at the comics, going back to the creation of Groot in 1960, this is what we know. Groot is an extraterrestrial sentient tree-like creature and a being from Planet X. He starts off as a monster. He's a dangerous threat to Earthlings. And then he resurfaces later to fight the Incredible Hulk and would eventually end up joining other Marvel monsters. He even used to speak, but due to the damage of his larynx, he can only form the words, I am Groot. Now, one thing that I did not know is that Groot in Dutch actually means large. So when Groot is saying, I am Groot, it kind of means I am large, which I thought was really funny and really interesting. And of course, totally fitting for such a big tree. He, of course, will eventually change his ways from being that scary monster to joining up with who we know as Guardians of the Galaxy, where he's known for his longtime friendship with Rocket Raccoon. Now, in the canon Marvel Universe Earth 616, Groot and Rocket first teamed up with the future Guardians to help fight back the invading alien race called Phalanx. Groot's resurrection from a twig was foreshadowed in Annihilation Conquest Star-Lord, 2007 issue number 3, when Groot was apparently killed, only to find he recovered as a twig and maintained his faculties, where once Rocket rode him, he now rode on Rocket's shoulder until he regained his heroic stature. Groot has been a twig-like baby a few times, actually, due to several suicide missions and his ability to grow back. Now let's go to Yoda. The child, as we know him, right, is the same unknown species as Master Yoda and seems to possess similar force powers. The Mandalorian is hired to obtain the 50-year-old asset for a member of the Fallen Galactic Empire. They are planning to, and I quote, extract necessary material. Now, we still don't know why Baby Yoda is being hunted by the Galactic Empire for this material, but we're so glad that Mando was there to save the day. Fun fact, of course, the mystery surrounding the species of Yoda has never been revealed. So what are the theories out there as to where this Yoda species comes from? Patty and I discuss one of my theories, but I want to know from you guys. What do you guys think? Now, let's talk about their powers and abilities. Groot 
He has, of course, super strength due to his enormous size and was mostly used as a heavy assault trooper for the Guardians of the Galaxy. But that's only when he's giant size, not baby Groot size. Now, he can make multiple miniature copies of himself. Now, these twigs or cuttings retain all of his memories and can be used to resurrect himself if he's ever destroyed. He can control other plant life if he uses his twigs to germinate them. He can also speak to trees of all forms. Groot is also a genius. He has extensive knowledge of the quasi-dimensional engineering, which you don't really get from the Marvel films or any of the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So I love that about Groot. The fact that he's this hidden genius and he can only say, I am Groot. Now Yoda, what is his ability or power? Obviously, the Force. Need I say more? Now, Patty and I will discuss a little bit about who's cuter and who wins the battle. So, before you jump in, I want you to decide. Who's better, Baby Groot or Baby Yoda? Now, let me introduce my guest today. Her name is Patty Tracy. Her husband, Damien, and I met several years ago, and we've become very, very good friends. They have four of the cutest kids. The youngest is in and out of this episode a little bit because Patty has to feed baby Rachel, and I just think it's perfectly fitting for our episode as we discuss two very, very cute babies. In my opinion... Rachel's probably the cutest baby of them all. Well, hello! Hi, I have been so excited for this. Really? I have been. I told Damien I want to be your co-host forever. Okay, well, I'll have you on as often as I can. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, do you want to, like, introduce yourself? Uh, I'm all about your life about my life okay so I came into the world in July 3rd 1986 um too too humble and anyway um yes <laughs> I'm Patty Tracy and I have been I I asked Damien if this was okay to say but I've been a closeted nerd for many years I thought it wasn't cool to be nerdy or like Star Wars Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars is what I was introduced into this crazy nerdy nerdum too. And then that went into Doctor Who. Um, those are like my two most fandoms. Uh, current Doctor Who, I haven't dabbled much in the old Doctor Who. Gotcha. Um, I, I tried, but um, the special effects were so not. Yes, up to par. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Um, and then I fell in love with Marvel as they came out. And when that happened and when I figured I didn't know much about the characters and stuff, I just dove deep into Iron Man and all that stuff uh, through Marvel Universe Online. And I just kind of soaked that up and still learning, but it's pretty, that's just basically my intro to nerdum, I guess. (laughs) So when I was doing like a ton of research on this, there was so much I didn't even know about Groot at all, which is crazy. I mean, he starts off as like this really crazy monster who's out to get 
these poor little earthlings and then he turns into like this as marvel portrays him this cute really stupid tree right (laughs) (laughs) so i just thought it was really interesting like um when i was reading up on all of his comics that he's in all the issues that he's Mm -hmm. been in and kind of where he started and everything I just thought it was interesting he like used to speak in everything yes that's what I, I was uh, I saw that I was like really okay I wish I wish he spoke more than I I get it but mm-hmm. I am I am Groot okay I get but I wish he could could speak I know obviously Rocket sort of translates for him which is nice yes but it would still be cool to know what was going on inside that little tree brain right I wanted to hear your take on who would beat in a fight, Baby Yoda or Groot, because I have, I found an interesting article by James Gunn, who is the director of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. And he said, hands down, uh, Groot would beat Yoda. And I was like, okay, Yoda could just always continually blast Groot, like. Sure. Because Damien Damien brought up a good point, because we were talking about it uh, a little bit before we got on here, and he said, well, Groot will regenerate. And I was like, well, true, but Yoda has the force and will always be able to, like, break him. Doesn't matter. So, I mean, we saw in The Mandalorian, pardon me if none of you guys have watched it out there yet, but, you know, bad on you if you haven't. But, you know, <laughs> the one scene where uh, baby Yoda stopped a character and then he passed out. That's what I imagine. He would just use the force to obliterate Groot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, he did pass out. So obviously he has like a threshold or... Right. There's Mm -hmm. a certain amount that he can only... He's a baby. Yeah. He's a little baby. Granted, he's 50 years old, but he's still... (laughs) He's still a baby. The fact that he can like lift huge animals and choke people out. That's some serious power right there. Yeah, I think he could bust Twiggy. Well, because I I love the scene at the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 where he's dancing, of course. He's dancing and it's so cute. But then those little critters, like riding one. I mean, I don't know if he could handle Baby Yoda if he can't even handle those little rodent-like. <laughs> the rat, the rat creatures. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I don't know, because I read the same article and I don't know if you saw the poll at the very bottom because I posted that. From that was from the article. article. Yeah. So okay. everybody's thoughts on that, of course, Baby Yoda wins. But then I love like the last people voted. I don't yes. even want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. That's so That's- sad. That's kind of how I, I was, and I'm like, no, Yoda would win hands down. Baby Yoda would win hands down. So yeah, oh yeah. I'm torn. I love them both, but Baby Yoda is a little new and fresh, where Groot's been around a while. I think that's why I gravitate more to towards Baby Yoda. I love them equally, but I like Baby Yoda better. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about their abilities then, because obviously, I think Yoda just has the one, but then. Groot, as a baby, I don't really think he has too many powers and abilities unless he's giant size. Right. I was going to say giant size is probably where he's more powerful than baby Groot. Yeah. And I mean, I know in the comics, like, he does have the ability to talk to other trees. And, of course, he does have the ability to, if he dies, grow back. But that's not helpful in a fight with baby Yoda. So, yeah. I mean... Wasn't it at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy, they had him in a pot 
and he was dancing to Jackson Five. Yes, yes. So yeah. So how how would you be beneficial even though you're obliterated as a wig? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you can't. You can be cute, but that's yeah. about it. Right. Okay. So my question is obviously watching the mandalorian there's really not a lot we know about baby yoda but what are your theories like where do you think he comes from i don't know where he comes from but i if i remember correctly at the end of the very last one it's the point where mando has to make the decision of where if he's gonna take baby yoda on take him on and take him home i don't I've been racking my brain because I'm just like, as many of the creatures in the Star Wars galaxy, like Chewbacca had his own planet. Baby Yoda, there has to be a planet just for his kind. Mm-hmm. But then that but then that warrants, like we thought Yoda was the last one of his kind. So I don't know. I've been racking my brain since you've been, since you brought this topic up to me of where Baby Yoda came from. I've heard a ton of different theories. Mm-hmm. And of course, some of them are, absolutely insane but like the one that i always stuck with that i think because i mean um yoda was around when they had started cloning right Mm -hmm. what if he's a clone (laughs) like he knew that something bad was gonna happen maybe he did foresee there's no way that he didn't know something bad was gonna happen this this yoda character is he's a pretty smart dude so like to me i'm like he's got to have a plan you know up his sleeve i like that one you know that one seems more feasible than probably some of the other ones yeah when you see him in the very first episode it's like shocking because and and of course everybody calls him baby yoda because well there's only one being that we know to associate with him Mm mm-hmm and so even though he's called the child, the child, come on. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> Could a child do what he did? No. Sir, no, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, but then the, the thing that that kind of bothers me is that he can't speak, but he can use the force like no other. Yes, I was gonna bring that up because Yoda <laughs> spoke like yeah, he was however old he was, but I mean this maybe Yoda's fifty years old. Come on. He should be able to speak unless he's so scared that he just chooses not to speak, sure. which I could see that too. Cause I mean, Mando is pretty kind of intimidating. Yeah. Just hear him make these like little baby goo goo gaga noises. And I'm like, yes. you literally just used the most incredible amount of force. Right. <laughs> you can't talk. Yeah. I don't know, which is weird. <laughs> But cute at the same time. It's very cute. Yes. It does make me wonder um, if second season, when it comes out, if they're going to allow him to speak or mature. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then who's cuter? Uh Oh, who's cuter? (laughs) That's like having you pick one of my children. (laughs) Pick your cutest child. Oh, well, right now, Rachel's the cutest. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like for me, Baby Yoda's cute now. But if I had, you know, if Baby Yoda had come years ago, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at Groot on your shoulder and I'm like, he's pretty dang cute. Mm-hmm. I think it's 50-50 for me. 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And it was kind of 50-50 too when I did that, that poll. social media poll. Yeah. Well, and I think I, th- I still think there's a lot of people who haven't even seen The Mandalorian, too. 
which shame on you if you haven't seen it yet yes get that disney plus for a week for free or, and watch it or or borrow someone's password yep. hit me up yep. i'll give you mine there you go <laughs> <laughs> okay so obviously we can't decide it's it's torture for us you can't pick your favorite child mm-hmm. obviously yoda wins in the battle is there anything you're excited to see like with baby Yoda? I think we kind of talked about that a little yeah. bit. Or even like Groot in future. Like Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy 3. Is that a thing now? Because I know James Gunn was like, I, I, I don't want anybody else to do Guardians. I want James Gunn to do them all. Yeah. Because I feel like he knows the characters and he knows the actors and actresses that play those characters. So why... I mess a good thing up. Yeah. For me, I wish I want to know for Groot because at the end credits of Guardians 2, where he's a teenager, mm-hmm. I kind of want to see him as a teenager. I mean, I know he's got attitude. Sure. Because that's what the end credits of Guardians. Yes. Don't you say that to me or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. He said, but I want to see where they'll pick up with him. Is he going to be a teenager? Is he going to be a middle-aged Groot? Or is he going to be pre-30 Groot, like, just want to see where they go with him. Yeah. I guess I kind of feel like we didn't get a, you know, yeah, we got a whole movie of baby Groot. I wish there was more movies with baby Groot and then teenager Groot. Yeah. Same. (laughs) He's really cute. And I love when they, like, passed him around. Yeah. On the, yeah. Gamora. The fight between Drac. That's one of my favorite parts of the opening sequences sequence of Guardians 2 is where Drax is flying through the air and lands in front of baby Groot and then he like (laughs) kicks him and do we know why he has such animosity towards Drax like I was racking my brain I'm like maybe I just need to go watch the first movie and see but it just kind of came out of nowhere yeah I didn't well I didn't see it I watched both of them and I didn't see anything but the same thing like right at the end of the first one he does the whole dance thing and then he stops whenever Drax looks Look. at him mm-hmm. and but it's the same thing in number two but then at the end it was really cute because I, I think wasn't it Drax that held him while he cried yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. cute yeah I can't get over Groot and I can't get over baby Yoda Do, okay yeah. are, are you gonna get baby Yoda the child from Build-A-Bear I have decided not to I I wish I would have been okay to spend like 30 bucks on baby Yoda but I believe it's like it's expensive because they add all the extra stuff like the sound bites and stuff and I'm like I just want the stuffy like he's gonna just go on a shelf does it really need sound like when he first appeared in the Mandalorian a bunch of these crocheters on Etsy sat down and made made a pattern mm-hmm. and just called it the alien and so I was fortunate before Disney came and had them stop producing patterns I had the crochet pattern I feel like if I want a baby Yoda, I'll sit down and crochet it. Yeah. yeah. And it'll be 20 bucks at the most for all yeah. the yarn and the eyes and everything. So, mm-hmm. but I think, well, I was, re- I was reading something about baby Yoda and how, of course there was all this, oh, you could have made so much money if you had, you know, made oh, toys mer- and merch mm-hmm. for baby Yoda. But then like, to be honest, I think that's poop because I think Baby Yoda has sort of saved Star Wars in a way. Right. Like, yeah, almost I, got people more interested again in Star Wars 
And mm-hmm. it's such a good show. It's so popular. And so I don't know. I, I feel like the Mandalorian is more along the lines of what George Lucas would want. I feel like the newer Star Wars movies kind of lose sight of the original Star Wars. And so I feel like I f- I'm right along there with you. I feel like the Mandalorian saved star wars yeah the ones that are coming out it's like oh nostalgia yay right but that's not i like exploring the different worlds and characters and yeah races of different planets and i heard and i don't know if it's true but the han solo movie like that was supposed to just be a standalone single movie and i feel like the way they ended it they could come out with another one and that's one character that i really want to know his background and that movie was definitely eye-opening for me mm-hmm. to see Han Solo where he came from mm-hmm. yeah yeah but then they, it wasn't as popular and and are we even gonna get to see a second one which yeah. is really sad because I actually really like that movie yeah that that one I felt like with all these new movies I feel like there's just a rush a rush to get them done and get them out Mm -hmm. Uh, to make money where I feel like if they just reserved it and took their time made a better story I like Ray Ray's an amazing character but I feel like in my opinion from like the Star Wars books that I've read I'm like "Eh, I just feel like it should have been a man should have been a guy that makes more sense to me anyway sorry if I'm hurting anyone's feelings (laughs) or offending them I just felt like those movies could have gone a million different directions. But like I said, it's not that I don't like Ray and I don't like that. I I feel like you're right. It's more like nostalgia. Let's bring the old old people, the old (laughs) characters back. (laughs) Essentially, they're old. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Mark. And I'm sorry, Harrison Ford. You are old people. Well, they had to kill them off anyways. So that was just beautiful. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. I think I told you this story. But so when the first new Star Wars came out, um, we decided we're going to take Bella. Damien got me tickets for a Christmas gift and we were going to go see it. And we had taken Bella to the movies and she had slept through the movies so many times. The one time you take her to see the Star Wars movie, I miss, I miss the part where my favorite character gets killed by his son and dies. I was so mad. (laughs) He was like, did you see that? I'm like, what? Uh, Han Solo died. What? No. No. Freaking. I had to sit there and like cry deep down inside. Oh my gosh. And I'm trying not to be mad at a little child for (laughs) ruining my movie. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Oh, and then poor Carrie Fisher passed away. One thing after another. Right. Yes. And Baby Yoda saved the franchise. He did. I feel like more new, newer Star Wars people are coming to front or coming and watching Mandalorian because of Baby Yoda. Are you one also that gets emotionally invested in the characters? Like if you read a really good oh, book man. series and <laughs> you, if something happened to one of your favorite characters, you throw the book across the room? Yes. Yeah. My, my mother says I get emotionally attached oh. to un... <laughs> To fiction characters. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If it's <laughs> written good, right? Like, that's how I feel The Mandalorian is. It just is written good. You have good actors. You have good. Uh, John Favreau is probably, even though I know, I don't know if you knew this, that 
they had different directors, but John Favreau was at the kind of the helm of all those directors. Bryce Dallas Howard, they're all good. I didn't know most of them. I only knew Bryce um, Dallas Howard, but very good. And it was very well written and put together, I thought. Mm -hmm. not, not so much CGI. I mean, I really like how they did Baby Yoda. I mean, a puppet, yes, but they got him to do things that I didn't think a puppet could do. Yeah, well, I sent you that clip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I He's so great. Well, why not take <laughs> it old school and back to that puppetry? I mean, he's so cute. Yeah. CGI would have just, I think, ruined it. Right. And I feel like that's the go-to for most of these sci-fi movies now is just the CGI. And I like puppets. I like, and you know, he even did some, did some camera thing that George Lucas did you know they did a little bit of that and I feel like that's what makes the show that's I agree the puppetry is amazing yeah well and then on the tiniest budget that they had when they were making the very first couple of Star Wars movies I mean you really don't need very much right you really don't to make like the coolest effects or to mm -hmm. make it feel like we're flying in space or what yeah. have you it was so cool who needs <laughs> CGI CGI right Sorry, Groot, you're a CGI. You can't. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah, just go back into your forest and be your CGI you. There you go. There you go. See? Okay. Oh, baby Yoda. He's too cute. Yep. Thank cool you things. so much for the opportunity. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. It was really fun. You're welcome. See Do you it later. again. Yes. Bye. 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 And that's it, folks. Thank you so much, Patty, for coming on the show. You're such a great guest. It was so much fun talking and chatting with you. Now, our next episode is going to be Parks and Rec versus The Office. I can't wait for you guys to hear that one. Stay tuned. I'm your host, Cassie, and that was an episode of Dearly Beloved, song BA by 8-Bit Era. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at dearlyb underscore podcast or Facebook at dearlybpodcast. You can also send me ideas or topics or questions at dearlybpodcast at gmail.com. Mm -hmm.